Welcome back to the Christian Chemist Podcast where I take you along my Christian journey and be over analytical due to my chemistry background. And so in this episode, it's no different. I was in this meeting with other AY leaders. AY stands for Adventist Youth. And we were planning a short little one hour program for in the morning, right? And there were a few of us, as you know, I don't want to say in most churches, in some churches, the youth department isn't as strong as we would want it to be. You know, a lot of the young people have either um, stopped coming to church regularly or have left church altogether. And so it's a small group of us. And also there there isn't a lot of people who are let's say who speaks up a lot right and you know gives a lot of input and ideas and or suggestions probably based on personalities like for me I am more on the introverted side but um, I still do give my suggestions most likely because I kind of want the meeting not to drag on and kind of like be like if you're pulling teeth. Anyway, so it was maybe about four of us, three of us who were definitely like AY leaders and somebody else who is, I would I would say a bit older based on how she talks and how she moves. Now, of course, it is still drawing um, times where you can't have a lot of congregating so we are having this on zoom but nobody has their cameras on no this is important because i will touch on this later so it's kind of like a big group audio call through zoom because nobody's really showing their face right so you can't really read people's expressions it could only go off of their voice so we are planning this segment and we have to come up with a theme right and in my country there is a soca song that was going on at the time because this was around carnival time about you know two weeks ago and one of the prominent songs that has been playing on the radio is called drink water and my my business right so one of the other leaders right she suggested that we use the name of this song as like the title or the theme and put our own spiritual meaning behind it so that she's like saying it was like a play on words so a lot of people know that title to be the title of Ahsoka song but we will be using it for church so it was kind of like getting the general public kind of intrigued to see what it is we'll be talking about why we're using this title this song title right 
which is which is obviously a good strategy if it is we want to get um, people outside of the church coming to the program and even younger people it was a good strategy right this is like marketing 101 you use something that is popular and trending and then you correlate it to what you want to talk about everybody was like okay cool because we fleshed out the meaning so a title is literally just a phrase a string of words you could put whatever meaning you want to it which is exactly what we was going to do obviously we're not going to use some sort of soca song right that has nothing to do with god we're going to use the title and make it pertain to god because it after all is a church program that we are organizing right so she was talking about the second part and i came up with the first part of what it would mean so the first part of it is drink water so i suggested oh okay so that could be like drink of the living water right which is jesus christ and the mind my business part would be to do with the business that you have here in church so that would be like your communion with god and fellowship with other church members so really touching on the relationship with god and relationship with others and she wanted to make more of an emphasis on the relationship with others reaching back out to those who have kind of um, distance yourself from church so that was kind of like the theme that we were going with and everybody was like you know yeah right even the person who was kind of like overseeing the meeting who's like an older person i believe they call them like ay sponsors she was like okay yeah cool and so we to me agreed at that point that that would be the theme and then we continued you know fleshing out the program we decided we would have you know who we would get to preach the, the sermon section and, and stuff like that so we were going through the planning and then in the middle of the meeting like almost halfway through it the person overseeing i'm gonna call her the ay sponsor right all of a sudden was like she she not feeling comfortable with with that theme so i am like silent because i was the only one who proposed the theme right i was the only one who proposed the theme so she was like yeah you know because all i could think of when it is you you use that is the song now to me that sound like a you problem because if it is you are spiritually in tune right a title of a soca song shouldn't have you you know have that song taken over your mind right so i don't know what it is you doing and you're supposed to be even further along in your christian journey based on your age right so i don't know what that was about but help me understand how if it is you we using a string of words and we put in our own meaning to it what that have to do with or will be associated with this song right and then she talked she was 
talking about um in uh lng white how she writes about we shouldn't associate ourselves with certain things and you know be wary of that so she start off on a whole long spiel and the girl who came up with the team in the first place now i remember we can't see anybody i couldn't see her but i could hear in her voice how dis how disappointed and a little bit dejected that she was because it's almost like you hype somebody up you build them up and was like yeah we're gonna do this thing we're gonna this gonna be good and then all of a sudden you just switch up and be like nah you know what that's basically like associating yourself with things of the world with things that are not christ-like right so and, it, and we can't be doing that that's basically what what it is she was saying so this brings me to the topic that i want to talk about which is association versus alignment right so that's the title of this episode title of this post and we're gonna go to the dictionary because i know english language is hard even though it's my first language and everybody else that i know and that i talked about first language but i don't think people understand what the meaning of words are and that words we can put we can also put meaning to words right because that's what we were doing using that same song title and putting our own meaning to it but certain words have definite meanings right and i'm going to read off the definition right now according to the cambridge dictionary what is association right so in this context association the fact of being involved with or connected to someone or something the fact right so i don't know about you but i know that if it is we use a title of a soca song as a title of our church program that we are planning it is definitely not a fact that we are connected to the song to the singer to the genre of music to what that music is promoting and what it stands for that is not a fact that would be a perception which we will change when it is we explain the meaning that we put to the title to the theme so what you are afraid of is people's perception right so there's a second meaning of association which is the feeling or thought that relates to someone or something and i would reckon that is the true meaning of association because it's obviously not a fact but a feeling that like i was saying in terms of the perception and that is a true and real thing and yes it is a concern but you cannot be so concerned about someone's feeling or someone's perception that is 
is going to inhibit you or prevent you from planning a program that had the possibility of reaching way more people using that team. There must have been some sort of mixing or mashing of these two definitions of association that was going on in her mind because the real definition in this context would be the feeling right association by feeling but she is interchanging that with feeling to mean fact right just because people feel that you are associated with something that you shouldn't be associated with doesn't make it a fact that you are really and truly associated with that so that's why because there is you know, different meanings of association and cause for confusion. I would say the better word to use that she should have used is alignment because that is what she was really talking about, that we should be careful not to be aligned with certain things. And I want to read the definition of alignment, which means... An agreement between a group of countries or political parties or people who want to work together because of shared interests or aims. So this is a better definition, a better word to use in terms of we should be careful not to be aligned with certain types of people or aligned with certain groups because that would mean we have a shared interest we have a shared goal and we have agreed because of these shared interests and goals and values that we are going to come together and do something right we're going to work together because we align with each other now that is something that we definitely need to be careful of and not be doing. Not be afraid of association and people's perception or people's feeling when they think about Adventists. And funny enough, funny enough that she's being careful of the perception, right? When since I have been baptized as an Adventist, I have heard and been privy to conversations of people bashing Adventists left, right and center. Because if it have a hundred seven-day Adventists and ten of them doing foolishness, those ten people are going to represent the whole bunch. And that is what we need to be a bit more concerned with. How it is people are representing us. Not the fact that we want to use a string of words as a theme for a program. Just because it's the same string of words that title a soca song. And I'm going to bring it all the way back around to Jesus. Because it have multiple examples in the Bible where Jesus was associated with sinners, right? He was associated with the likes of tax collectors, cuspards, 
prostitutes, but was Jesus aligned with them? No, Jesus was not a tax collector. Jesus was not a cuspid. Jesus was not a prostitute, right? He was not aligned with them, but he was associated with them. And if Jesus associates himself with people, with things that he is not aligned with, then how is that terrible for us to do? So I'm going to go into the different instances where Jesus was associated with the likes of people that we would say you shouldn't be aligned with, right? So for example, in Luke chapter 19 verses 1 to 10, we have the story of Zacchaeus who was a tax collector that's basically in modern day times like a con man right in in a sense kind of like a scammer in a sense right so let's just see what is being written here and Jesus entered and passed through Jericho and behold there was a man named Zacchaeus, which was the chief among the publicans, and he was rich. And he sought to see Jesus, who he was, and could not for the press, because he was little of stature. And he ran before and climbed up to a sycamore tree to see him. For he was to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said unto him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must abide at thy house and he made haste and came down and received him joyfully and when they saw it they all murmured saying that he was going to be a guest with a man that was a sinner and Zacchaeus stood and said unto the Lord behold Lord the half of my goods I give to the poor and if I have taken anything from any man by false accusation I restore him fourfold and Jesus said unto him this day is salvation come to this house, for so as much as he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man is come to seek and save that which was lost. Right? So, do you see how people were murmuring? How come he go in by the sinner's house? Why is he associating himself with him? Right? But Jesus came to associate himself with sinners because he came to save us you cannot save somebody and not be as not be associated with them how how are you going to do that you're going to shout from a mountaintop far away no next example in matthew chapter 26 verse 74 this is when peter his own disciples started to curse. Peter was a cuspid, right? Then he began to curse and to swear, saying, I know not the man. And immediately the cock crew. So Peter was a cuspid and he was closely associated with Christ. Closely associated, right? And the last example. Luke chapter 7 verse 36 to 39 
And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat at the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisees which had bidden him saw it, he spoke within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner, right? And we know that this was Mary Magdalene, and she was a prostitute, right? So do you see other people are saying, why is Jesus associating himself with sinners, right? Why is Jesus allowing himself to share his company with sinners? Do you not know that we are all sinners? So you don't want Jesus to befriend us. You don't want Jesus to be around us like what are you saying right and that is why a lot of these things are going to fall short because you you want to act as though the world is something that you could have no parts of and that is that is not it you, you you're taking it too literal and you're going to miss the mark. You're going to miss the point. You're going to miss the opportunities to connect with people because you don't want to be associated with something. And then you know for yourself, you are a Seventh-day Adventist Christian. You know what you stand for. You know what you are aligned with. So if you're going and you're speaking to the drug addict or you're going and you're speaking to the alcoholic or you're going and you're speaking to the um, whoever else, right? And that's outward sin, right? Let's not forget about all the inward sin like pride that a lot of you are struggling with and don't want to look inside and see. But, it's, but you're concerned about a soca song. Why? It's just words. What are you aligned with? Are you aligned with the Soka song or are you aligned with God? And you know what you're aligned with? But you're studying association. You're studying feelings. And you're studying perception. That's not the truth. And I will say this before I, before I close off this episode. People who want to look from the outside and have their own judgment without coming in and getting to to see what it is really going on we weren't willing to listen anyway so they could stay with their perception because they weren't willing to come to listen to learn to have their mind change that wasn't gonna happen so you can't be operating based like i said you can't be operating based on people's feeling or perception what do you stand for when you stand in front of god and you have to make an account for yourself what are you aligned with it's not about feeling 
Jag tar bara fax. All right. I'll talk to you in my next episode.